From selling popcorn to hosting galas, many Chicago public schools parents raise money to supplement budgets for their elementary schools. But a new WBEZ analysis finds big differences in fundraising across the city. The millions of dollars of private money being raised is concentrated among schools in the city's wealthiest and whitest neighborhoods. WBEZ's Sarah Karp broke down those numbers yesterday. Today, Natalie Moore brings us the challenges schools face when trying to fundraise without a wealth. On a hot Friday afternoon, students run around and dance with zest in the parking lot of Leonard Regional Gifted Center on the south side. They're about to circle the West Chatham School three times as part of a walkathon fundraiser. Right now, kindergarten is in the lead. We got to give a big shout out to Miss Flaherty. She could. So far, the walkathon has raised $17,000. That helps add some goodies, but it doesn't let the school add full-time teachers the way a small number of schools with big fundraising budgets can. Leonard is one of the top performing elementary schools in CPS. And like all CPS schools, it only gets a set amount per pupil. And it's not enough. The state says CPS only has 68% of what it needs to properly fund its schools. Most of Leonard's families are working class and can't make up that difference. Principal Angela Sims doesn't think they should. I don't think we should be fundraising for positions. I don't think we should be fundraising to save someone's job. It's unrealistic, not sustainable over time. But Sims doesn't want her students to do without. So she uses her modest fundraising dollars and some creative thinking. That's what happened when Leonard had to cut a full-time art teacher. So you look for a community partner. So if a teacher would cost this school, let's say 80000 you can fund art for 20000 But for the fundraising juggernauts, getting checks is as easy as a kindergarten spelling test. In 2019... 13 Chicago elementary schools raised and spent at least $300,000. WBEZ found that only schools in the wealthiest Northside neighborhoods, such as Lincoln Park and North Center, do significant fundraising. Financial and social capital make that possible. Having those social connections to people and organizations who can help bring in more funds um, can make it easier to bring in more funds. Elaine Allensworth is director of the University of Chicago Consortium on School Research. Matching donations from companies, nearby businesses to hit up for donations are all a part of that circle of influence. Yet so many parents at CPS schools are struggling with basic needs that fundraising is barely on the radar. When you have segregation like we do, like racial segregation, if a community doesn't have as many connections outside to other people and organizations with more financial capital, that's less financial, less capital they can bring in. Joplin Elementary in the Auburn-Gresham neighborhood lacks those connections. Most students are on free and reduced lunch. Unemployment is high in the community. The 79th Street Business Corridor is peppered with vacant buildings. Joplin is what's known as a Title I school, a federal program that gives low-income schools extra money. CPS says Title I money can even the scales between schools serving low-income families and wealthier ones. In 2021, Joplin received $281,000, and that has helped maintain staffing. But interim principal Mayoshi Brown says more is needed, and fundraising can't do it. 
For example, out of uniform day. If our kids wanted to come out of uniform, they would pay a dollar. But I have a population of less than 400. So I already know that one day could yield me less than $400. And $400 wouldn't even cover the cost of a bus for a field trip. Brown says many area businesses are owned by people who don't live in the community and aren't engaged with the school. Like Principal Sims, Brown has worked at Northside schools where parents dropped tens of thousands of dollars on an auction item. Sims says that footed the bill on unique perks, a community kitchen to host cooking demonstrations, and a new gym with treadmills. Meanwhile, at Joplin, there's no PTA, and the fundraising mechanism is small. If you're middle class and you have middle class friends or upper to middle class friends, you can raise more money. But those who are in economically underserved areas, we tend to just make do and get by. Even schools with networks and middle class families experience fundraising challenges. Bottom line is they're not wealthy. I know exactly what day you started because you started on the exact same day that we did. I remember meeting you and I remember meeting, actually I met Junior at that, that very first ice cream social. Yep. Emily Lambert reminisces in her Beverly dining room about first meeting Tanika Pierre. They are both active mothers at Kellogg, a neighborhood elementary school. Parents host talent shows, jazz soirees, and sell plant seedlings. The money bought laptops for students, not the school edition they want to reduce overcrowding. We have systemic needs that we can't fundraise for. We can have lots of $5,000 fundraisers and even $10,000, even $20,000 fundraisers, and that's not going to solve the problem. And I have friends um, at schools that, you know, $5,000, they could raise it, you know, just by asking one person. Pierre is president of the elected local school council. There's a a private uh, sort of de facto element with the school set up, there's, uh, there's a lack of equity with all the CPS students are not the same, all the CPS schools are not the same. But Lambert and Pierre aren't anti-fundraising. It weren't for our bake sales and fundraisers. <laughs> I was just like, I wouldn't know that Mr. Jordan makes that unbelievable yes. lemon pound cake. And who was it who made the, the banana? Yes, the banana pudding. That yeah. was... Um, so- Kellogg parents are raising ten dollars to $20,000 a year, not six figures. They say fundraising builds community at the school and allows parents to connect over a slice of unbelievable cake. But it won't pay for renovations they want, but CPS isn't paying for. Natalie Moore, WBEZ News.